Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Gail Corley at VIR, and uh, Gail races B-Spec in the SCCA. Uh, Just met Gail yesterday, but we connected on Facebook because I I did a little sleuthing and found out all the B-Spec people that were going to be here because that's what I normally race, and I wanted to get an interview in with some people I haven't met yet. So, uh, Gail, I appreciate you coming by and uh, spending some time with me. I'd like to share your story with um, some of the other people that are listening. So tell me a little bit about just what's, what's happening right now in your world for racing. <clears throat> well, my racing consists of about, about six to eight races a year, and I normally don't travel far from home. This is one of the travel times. Um, so... I usually try to go to a championship, which is obviously not going to be close yeah. normally. So I do that once a year if I can, if I can afford it, or if things go my way, I can do that. Um, this is kind of a splurge for me to come to VIR. <clears throat> of course, the SCCA runoffs will be here this year, so that's why I chose to come here. Yeah. So about six to eight races. And where, what, where do you live at? I live in Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. Wow. You're closer to me than I thought. I'm in Austin. So. Okay. Yeah, we're not far <clears> apart. <throat> So, yeah, this is a haul for you. I <laughs> yeah, I actually had X-Factor Racing take my car because it's such a long haul. So it, okay. it was quite a splurge. Okay, good. Well, um, and then you're, you're, you're kind of pitted up or paddocked with X-Factor this weekend. Right. They're helping you with, uh, is it more of a, an arrive and drive or are you doing most stuff for yourself? No, I, I, I let Chris take care of it. It's just easier that way. And if yep. you can afford it, it's really the way to go. So he hauls the car up. Takes care of it, checks tire pressures, fuels the car, and his guys, if anything goes wrong with it, they take care of it, which lowers the stress quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you you had a bit of an issue earlier. Yesterday you were here yeah. for practice. Yeah, my first lap of test day didn't go very well. The car started missing, and, you know, that just came in. It wasn't running right, so we let the car cool down, and uh, Chris pulled the spark plugs and found that one of them had cracked. So it was an easy fix. That's the good news. The bad news, I lost that test session, which at a place where I don't have a whole lot of track time, that was bad news, but uh, we managed to get through it. Yep. And you qualified today. Correct. And you were fourth? Yeah, I managed to get a fourth uh, and it's still a lot of time left. So I hope to podium in the race and that's my goal uh, to do that. That's awesome. So what kind of times are you running out here? Uh, best time was 2.28, and the leader of our group was 2.25, so I've got about three seconds to make up. But I know it's there. It's just a question of, you know, if, if my car is good enough and I'm good enough to make that happen, that's that's what I'm going to try to do. So is it Steve? Steve and Paul? Yeah. 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 The mini driver. Yeah, the mini yeah. driver. Right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the car you're driving. Um, last November, um, decided to make the switch to B-Spec. Mm-hmm. So I found a car that was for sale that was in my budget range, and it came from uh, David Daughtry, which is pretty well known in the B-Spec industry. It, uh, it was actually a Canadian car that was a showroom racer, so it came right off the showroom of the Ford Fiesta, 
and raced in Canada for a number of years and made its way down here. Don't know much more than that about it, but I know that it was ready to go and that's <coughs> what I wanted. I didn't want to really build one because these days it's so much more expensive to build a car than yeah. to buy one that's used and ready to go. So that's, that's the path I took. Nice. So, so you just really haven't been in B-Spec that long. No, this is actually my second race. I, I raced uh, in Texas at Crescent in a regional race just to get some lap time in the car, and that's been a couple months ago. Yep. So this is my second weekend with it. Wow. Okay. Well, that's pretty good for fourth place. I wish I could, I wish I could do the same thing. I, I raced for two years, and it's very competitive. Yeah, it's a lot like Spec Miata, which is what my background is more. I've raced that since 2007, uh, so I've had a lot of experience with that. So it's pretty similar. It's a momentum car. It's it's night and day different about how the car handles, but uh, it surprisingly handles very well. Actually, has pretty similar cornering speeds, but it's uh, has less power. So it's really I think a little more difficult to pass in this class. You yeah. really have to plan it more. Spec Miata, the, the speeds are pretty equal, but um, it's easier to pass. You've got a little more grunt to, to make it happen. Got it. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about <clears throat> the differences, the night and day difference between the two cars and driving. Well, they're pretty similar in the dry. They both handle really well. Of course, front wheel drive, you have to, uh, you have to, the apex uh, entry is a little different. Uh, you're you're on, on the gas a little bit slower because the main difference is you have the front wheel drive, you have an open differential and spec Miata rear wheel drive with a locking differential. So you can get on the gas at any time in a corner and spec Miata, but in B-spec you have to be a lot more patient because you just don't have any grip yep. going through the corner. Yep. So more patience. <clears throat> One of the things that I struggled with, and I got a little bit better towards the end of the second season, because that's, that's all I've raced, <clears throat> is just my whole life has been driving rear wheel cars, not right. racing them, just driving them. But I know intuitively what to do when you start to slide out a little bit mm -hmm. going around a corner. Sure. And it's just the opposite in a front wheel drive. Well, if it rains, it's real the opposite because front wheel drive, you cannot lift in a corner. Spec me out of that's what you do to save it. Yeah. So you have to keep your foot on the gas. Yeah. The first uh, race I ra uh, raced in uh, Crescent, it, it was wet and I found that out very quickly. <laughs> so I was warned, but I didn't really know how much you need to keep on the gas, but you have to keep it on the gas. Yeah. So there's no, there's, that's the main difference really in the wet. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, I've, I've, I've spun out a couple of times and it's just because I, I just, you, you lifted, right? You go back to the video and like, that's what I did. I lifted and then yeah. just spun around on me. Yeah, it only took me once after that. I had, uh, <laughs> memory you're, kicked in and said, don't do that again. The, you're much better than me. It took me several, several times, yeah. so. Um, so tell me, uh, so what, what year did you start with the uh, Miatas? Uh, seemed like it was yesterday, but it was 2007. I'll never forget that first race. Well, uh, tell me about uh, the first yeah. race. Um, so I went to driver school after, you know, I'll back up a little bit. I started in autocross a couple years prior to that. Okay. Uh, my stepson, Adam, had a Mini Cooper, so he invited me to go to an autocross. So that's really my first motorsports experience. And... I really enjoyed that because I've always been a car guy, like fast cars. In fact, by the time I was 18, I think I had like 12 speeding tickets. So I've always had that need for speed, <laughs> um, but never really was involved in motorsports until that point when I went to my first autocross. Then yep. at the time I was driving a, a Lexus GS 430, big, heavy Lexus with a V8. So well, I'm going to try that in autocross. And I did surprisingly well. In fact, I remember it was a wet race, the first one, the guy 
looked at the timesheet, you know, when they hand you the timesheet and looked at the cars. Hmm, you did that? <laughs> so I was pretty proud of that, but I knew that car wasn't really good for autocross. So mm -hmm. um, talking with the people that did this uh, quite a bit, they said, get a Miata. So that was my first car was a, um, went to the show and bought a brand new 2003 Mazda Speed Miata Turbo. Wow. So I had no idea what a Miata was. I knew what they were, but didn't have any experience with them. But that was my first car. So autocross that for a couple of years and realized that the, uh, the track was really what I wanted to do because I got a uh, track day with my stepson again, went with a mini club. And I got to ride with an instructor and said, gosh, you get to stay in the car for 30 minutes. You don't have to pick up cones. This is much more fun. <laughs> so I, just, uh, I did that for a couple of years and actually started instructing and decided I wanted to race. So. So I went to school, got my racing license, and January of 2007 was my first race. Uh, it was at Crescent in Dallas, uh, same track we talked about before, but uh, it was in the 30s, uh, ice on bridges, raining. That track is notoriously very slick. I was scared to death. <laughs> in the 30s, uh, ice on bridges, raining. That track is notoriously very slick. I was scared to death. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't feel bad about admitting that. I was really scared. So uh, the first race uh, I podiumed because everybody slid off the track. Wow. So that was pretty impressive, I thought. So right off the bat, I knew I had skills. It just took a while to develop my racing skills. So mm -hmm. a year or two later, I started podiuming quite a bit. I, first, second, third was uh, pretty normal for me in the local regional races. Uh, so that was really my first experience. So <clears throat> forget it. So <clears throat> you've probably been to several tracks yep. over the years. Mm -hmm. any, any of them that stand out as your favorite? Yeah, my first national championship race was at Mid-Ohio with NASA. And that track, the, the atmosphere there, it's really old. Uh, the scenery, the hills, it's, it, it, was, it was quite a change from what I was used to. I think that still stands out in my favorite. Well, I'll back up. Texas World Speedway, which is no longer yeah. there, yeah. was really my favorite, but it's not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, I had more laps there than any place else. That was my home track. Got really fast there. Really sad to see that track go. It was, it was a great track. Yeah. It wasn't very nice facility-wise, but the layout of the track was great. Um, you mentioned your first um, national championship at Mid-Ohio. Correct. Did, does that mean you won it? No, okay. no, there's first no, there's a difference between going and winning. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, uh, my experience at championship races is every time I go to a championship race, something happens. It's either mechanical failure, something happens in qualifying where I get pushed back on the grid and can't really do well. Uh, my best finish, I think, was like ninth. So I've always had problems at championships. I don't know if that's just bad luck or everybody else is so much better there than everywhere else. No. But Never really done well, but I hope to someday. That's my goal. Good. Well, maybe you'll maybe you'll do it in V-Spec this year. Well, I'm going to be here to try. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about, um, have you gone through several different Miatas? Was it the same Miata? Yes. Uh, I've had every generation of Miata. I tried. I started with a 94 1.8 NA, then went to a 99 NB, then went to a VVT, Back to a 1.6, and I think, yeah, that's, I've had four cars. 
So okay. The one six is my favorite, and that's what I raced until I stopped yep. racing there. It just uh, it it's, it fits my style better because it's, you have to throw the car around. You don't have to be as smooth, and I, I like to really be aggressive on the uh, corner entry. Uh, the, the, the speed of that car just feels so much better in the corners than the heavier cars. Yep. Um, it's just a different feeling, and I like it. So <clears throat> that's what I chose to race. Cool. Um, so you have any any races that stand out, maybe other than the first one, mm-hmm. that just it, you'll always remember it. It's one of the favorite races you've ever been in. Yeah, it was probably mid-Ohio. It was a qualifying race. Um, it's, it's the best I've ever done at a championship race. And it was back uh, when I had my 94. And uh, I think it was the second qualifying race. And uh, toward the last, I think, three laps of the race, I was in second of the qualifying race and had body contact in the last lap. And I ended up fourth or fifth in the oh. qualifying race. But I was in second place of the national championship race. Man. It wasn't the big race, but it was a race. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that, that stands out. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, any, any that you would you'd rather forget? Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's several. Really, <laughs> it's hard to choose on that one. Yeah. Um, probably it's going to have to be last year. It's that recent uh, Laguna Seca okay. na- again a national championship race. Uh, it's actually one of the reasons I chose to go B spec because I had such a bad experience there. I'd uh, just had my car painted, looked beautiful, not a scratch on it. I was actually intended to sell it after that race. And uh, I had contact four times during the weekend and none of those were my fault. I know when you talk to a racer, they're never their fault. They were not my fault, I promise you. (laughs) So two times I got punted off the track over the weekend and lost positions. Um, One of them I chose to protest and they didn't do anything about it. So I just got frustrated after that race. It was yeah. just a, you know, you spend a lot of money to go to these races when you're knocked off the track and nothing's done about it. It just, just uh, felt like I was uh, not treated fairly. Yeah. So, you know, not much you can do about that, but I've been thinking for a while about B-Spec and that really pushed the trigger. So what, what is it that has attracted you to B-Spec uh, in, in, in a way from the Ohio uh, Honestly, it was the cost. <clears throat> entry point. Uh, yeah. I'm a budget racer. Uh, I'm not really a high dollar. I don't spend a lot of money on racing. So uh, yeah. that was mainly it. It's competitive. Uh, it's, their cars are close. So it, it just looked like a fun class to try. Now, do you have other other family members that are kind of, do you ever race with other family members? My wife comes to races every now and then. She supports what I do, which is why I married her. Yeah. So her name is Debbie and she, uh, yeah, before we got married, I got married 15 years ago. Our anniversary's coming up next April. Uh, she came to races more then, but she's kind of backed off that. But it, she, I mean, she she doesn't enjoy it like I do, so yeah. I don't I don't ask her to come. But yeah, she, uh, normally she'll come to a championship race just to spend time with me and support me. But she's very supportive, and uh, that, nice. that's good. Um, so, <clears throat> for people that want to get into racing, mm-hmm. don't know much about it, right? How would you suggest that they, they, they test the waters? Well, the first thing I would do is come to a race and talk to people. That's, that's how you learn a lot about what car you may want to be interested in getting in. Um, it's always, the answer is always Miata. I mean, that's, that's a great class to start in because it's, uh, the, again, the entry point for that is very low compared to a lot of classes. The parts, tires, everything is going to be less expensive than any other class. Yep. It's very competitive. If you can do well in spec Miata, you can race anything. 
So yeah. that's, that's one of the reasons I chose it. <clears throat> you know, I've been told that um, you know, a lot of the really good racers, they, they came through Miata. You know, they had yeah, to. there's a lot of really professional drivers that started in fact Miata, so that, yeah. that proves the point. Yeah, and it's one of those classes where um, it's not who has the biggest budget, really. It's, no, it's really, really who has the best driving skills. No, it's 90% driver, 10% car. That's what I always say. It's the driver is going to make the biggest difference. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I think I'm interested to see what you think about B-Spec after doing it for a year or two. And yeah. Um, right now, it's uh, I think it's a good choice uh, so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. The car surprisingly handles much better than I thought, which when I first thought about B-Spec, I thought about going to a rental car company driving a front-wheel drive car on the street, and that's, that's what I'm used to in front-wheel drive, and yeah. they just handle like pigs. But yep. these cars are really set up well, <clears throat> uh, surprisingly fast in the corners, of course, on the straights, or you can read a book, but yeah. they're, they're not that fast in the straights, but that's, everybody's got equal power, so it's, it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's funny, too, you, if you watch them, because I remember when I went to um, a driver's a school to get my license, and you're in there with all kinds of cars, and I had a B-Spec, I was at MSR Houston right. doing it. And um, those people are all new, I was new, and I had a guy in a much, much faster car behind me, but he was scared to death to try to, try, to, try to pass me because he just thought I was gonna tip over the whole time because you're right. lifting a wheel or two on right. several of the corners. Right. So they don't they don't look <laughs> that sturdy, but they they do a pretty good job. No, they're they're very fun to drive. I mean, it's, uh, the fun factor in B spec is as much as anything I've driven. I mean, it's just it's a blast. Cool. Well, um, are there any people or organizations that you'd like to give a shout out to to let everyone else know, like, hey, this is a great group, and um, sure. give you an opportunity to do that? Yeah, the people I've met in the B spec group have all been very nice. You know, Stephanie Anderson, of course, she's been very helpful for me. It's a, I ask her a lot of questions. She probably got tired of me asking because I, I knew nothing about tire pressures and setup on the car and you know how they handle. She's been really helpful uh, to get me up to speed on how to race these cars. Um, so everybody I've talked to in B-Spec has been very welcoming. I think that's in general pretty much how motorsports is. Yep. Most classes are like that and B-Spec's no different. Awesome. Um, so I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.